Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin, and we are in one of the coolest places that you'll be here of because Cleveland rocks. We've been rocking and rolling our way through Cleveland the last three days, and we've had a great time, done a lot of fun things. We also ate a lot of great food, which you can hear about in our food episode about Cleveland. But today we're just going to talk about some of the things we did here. We've been hopping around town doing some of the top attractions, including the Rock Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which has been a really, it was my first time here in Cleveland, my first time at the Rock Hall, and it was really great. We're going to be talking about that today. We've also got an interview with the Cleveland Museum of Art. We've got a very, very impressive collection here, which you get to walk in for free and look at it. That's right. They have a huge endowment, so you literally have access to all this amazing art. And we actually have a really interesting interview. We're staying here at the Aloft uh, Hotel, which is in the flats. It's right near the bridges and some of the water. It's kind of a cool, revitalized part of town. There's bars, there's restaurants. We're going to talk a little bit about the Aloft, but also a new partnership that they have with a company called Cool Cleveland. They can tell you all about the hidden things to do here in Cleveland. Well, actually, the cool things to do here in Cleveland. And there are a lot of cool things to do here in Cleveland, no matter what you're looking for. We're also going to be talking about the Great Lakes Discovery Center, the Christmas Story House, and some fun areas that we found to walk around. Up next, we're going to do Hot Topics, and we will be right back. What's hot? What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin. We're here at the Aloft looking right over at the beautiful river. It's such a great view from here. It is a really interesting part of town. There's several restaurants that just opened in this building, and this is phase one of this whole revitalization of this area. So it's been really fun. And the Aloft, I feel like I'm in the middle of New York City staying at this hotel. But we're here in Cleveland having a really great time. This is my first time here in Cleveland. We're hitting the top attractions while we're here, sharing those with you and letting you know why you should come take a visit to Cleveland. For Hot Topics and Travel today, I wanted to talk about an app that I found. It's also a website you can check out. It's called findgravy.com. And what you do is you go on here. If you're looking for something to do, if you're in a certain city, they're right now just hooked up to certain cities. You literally find gravy? (laughs) Well, not gravy, but fun things to do. What's kind of fun about it is, first of all, they take your mood, and the options are whatever, lively, classy, brainy, or playtime. Hello, playtime. And then they take where you're at and what day it is, and then they ask for your channel. What's a channel? Now, this could be live music, sports, it could be free things, it could be, you know, theater, if you've got kids, anything like that, nightlife. And then they take that and they put it all together and they find you things to do. Now, right now they're in Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Houston, and a few other cities. 
So the website is finegravy.com. Well, we're going to check that out um, next time we're in a city. Let's see. I think one of our next cities is going to be San Francisco, so we'll have to try that out. So coming up next, we've got a way to find cool things to do here in Cleveland. We're going to be talking with Aloft Hotel and Cool Cleveland. Yep, that interview coming up next. Make sure that you check us out on TravelBrigade.com. You can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at TravelBrigade. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Korea. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in Cleveland. We've been here for the last couple of days. It's been my first time here, so it's been really fun. I always love doing the first-time tourist things when I'm here because I think a lot of times people come and they see, well, hot in Cleveland. They see some really cool shows about Cleveland. They know Cleveland rocks. Not only that, but we've done some really fun things while we've been here. But we're here staying at the Aloft Hotel, which is in the Flats District. It's one of the uh, Starwood brand hotels, and we've been here, and that's been sort of our center point for today. It's been great because we've been staying here. We have a lot of access to all the things we've been doing downtown, and we're going to be talking about all of those things and some other great options to do while you're here in Cleveland. Yeah, this has been a great location, and it's a booming location. Just looking right out our window, we can see buildings going up as we speak, and it's been a really fun place to stay just in that we've been able to get everywhere really easily that we've wanted to go. Here to tell us more about it and a little bit about the brand is Alexandra Lasko. Tell us a little bit about how long this hotel has been here and sort of what this hotel has a different vibe, a different concept about it than what you might normally expect from a hotel. Hi, Jeff. Yes, Aloft is a brand is completely different, unique. I came from a Sheraton, another Starwood hotel that's totally night and day from the Aloft. <laughs> um, but we've been here a little over two years now. Um, first hotel in the flats of Cleveland. We are modern and eccentric and just very flexible and, and laid back. So whole different environment. You don't even need a key to get in your room. Tell us how that works. <laughs> That's correct. We have the SPG keyless um, where you can use your app on your phone. You don't even have to check in with the front desk anymore. You can actually bypass us completely and go straight up to your room, open your door with your phone, and um, you're all set. You do, however, have to make a reservation. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Don't bypass that step. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the area where the hotel is. I mean, as far as it, it is this sort of part of town that's being revitalized, there's buildings that are going up, things that are happening. You can definitely tell with the restaurants and such that it's kind of the hip places to be. Oh, yeah. Our ownership actually is working on this phase one of the flats, which is the Aloft Hotel in the Ernst & Young Tower. Um, as you said, you can see phase two right outside your windows. And that actually just started opening up this week, last week, some of the restaurants. And phase three will be within the next year or two, hopefully, also outside your hotel by the Lake Moore. It's just great to be a part of it. Again, we're the only hotel down here. Um, hopefully, we see some more renovation on the west bank of the flats a little bit. It's just exciting time. So tell us a little bit about the Aloft Browns. What is unique about the brand? Like what makes it different than maybe, let's say, a Sheraton or a W? It is completely modernized. Um, we don't have standard dressers or luggage carts in the rooms. Um, very simplistic, vibrant colors, just very modern, very trendy. It's been kind of fun. We felt like we were like in a, like I said, a studio in New York yeah. City. I mean, that's maybe a good way to, to explain it. And so it's kind of fun being here and yeah you're right it, it has like where you put your clothes is a little bit different the way the room set up is a little bit different it's really fun and, and I think for us it's just been great to have the access. The way Aloft handles everything sort of 
have translated over into the way they handle their concierge service. They've gone a unique route and partnered with Cool Cleveland, which is a local organization which doesn't just sit there and tell you, oh, go here, do this. They literally hook you up at different places. Did you know that Cleveland has a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I knew that, but you need a local to find out. Beyond that. Beyond the famous places that uh, most people are going to hit. Here to tell us more about it is Martin Bielat. Martin, tell us about the cool Cleveland concept and what what it is you guys do. All right, guys. How's it going? Um, Big fans. Love your show. Uh, Can't believe I'm on it. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. Just kidding. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Celeb status. No. Cool Cleveland, um, I think it's a pretty unique partnership. We just started working with Aloft recently, and Cool Cleveland is sort of an online media base that goes out, initially started as a newsletter that goes out to your inbox every Wednesday that talks about all the cool things that are happening in town. So people sign up. You can break down every single day of the week to figure out what's happening. And we've partnered with Aloft because we have this new program called Cool Neighborhoods, which talks about all the different neighborhoods that are unique to Cleveland, like the flats where you guys are staying right now, or Ohio City, or Tremont, or on the east side, Cleveland Heights, Waterloo stuff. You can click on the different neighborhoods and it tells you what to do in that neighborhood, where are the cool places, where are the local spots you're not getting stuck at the Starbucks or the McDonald's or the Wendy's or things like that. You're coming to Cleveland. You want to experience Cleveland culture, and that's what makes it so unique. So we partner with them, and we tell them and all their guests where to go, what to do, and who to talk to. So let's start with the basics. For you know, Let's just say we have a first-time traveler here, and yes, people may know that there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and let me just tell you, it's exceptional. It was my first time there. I loved it. I love seeing the punk stuff. We had a really fun time checking out some of our favorite bands, The Clash, X, Blondie. It was really, really fun. Had a great time there. And we have an interview with them, so we're going to talk a lot about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But let's talk about maybe like the beginning surface stuff, because I, I think that's always sort of like that thing that people want to know. What are those top attractions? Let's start a little bit with maybe some just sort of, I know we have a lot of family-friendly attractions here, the aquarium. Let's start there and talk a little bit about that. You know, I think there's tons of family-friendly things to do here. I mean, I have a little sister. Whenever my family comes into town, she's about 12, so she has been coming here for the past four years, and we always try to find things for her to do, and it's great when we go to the aquarium. She loves that. They have, like, that touch pool. I don't know if your kids did that. This thing race went, like, right up to you. You can touch them. Amazing. Loved it. Um, The zoo is also really popular. It's located in Brooklyn, which is about, I think, a 10-minute drive from where you guys are staying. It's a lot of fun, different animals, tons of stuff to see. The West Side Market in Ohio City, you guys went there. Um, That's my neighborhood. I'm from there. So I go there about a 10 minute walk from my place and it's awesome. You just walk around, tons of vendors, tons of food, tons of people. You just get that vibe when you walk down the fruit stand and everyone's yelling at you to come try their fruit. It's a lot of fun and it's definitely a great time. And Ohio City itself is a great neighborhood to go check out because you go to the West Side Market and then you can walk around and go to maybe, you know, a restaurant. You guys went to Great Lakes Brewing Company. You told me earlier that's a great spot and there's tons of other stuff to see. But don't also neglect going out to the east side like you guys might might be going out to the museum, I heard. University Circle is really huge. There's tons of museums out there. The Art Museum, MOCA, the Modern um, Contemporary Art Museum, Natural History Museums out there. There's tons of stuff to do on the east side, too. And walking up and down Coventry is really fun, too. I don't know if you guys went out there. We went to Tremont and uh, went to the Christmas Story House yesterday, which is kind of funny. I think a lot of people, when, when we were working on our, our itinerary, they're like, oh, do you remember this You know, this movie? And this was surprisingly, I, I don't know if I was that surprised, but there was quite a few people there trying to get into the house yesterday. Oh, 
my gosh, it's so popular. It is my dad's favorite Christmas movie, and I have yet to take him there, but I have to go. I don't know if it's very, like, kid-friendly, because I don't know how many kids have actually, like, seen that movie and, like, relish it as much as the adults do. So, so it's old fogies reliving their Christmas movies, yes. That's exactly it. And um, it's in a great neighborhood. Tremont is an amazing place, totally revitalized. There's tons of restaurants, ice cream shops. One of my favorite restaurants, Barrio, if you guys are looking to get some great tacos, it's amazing. So go and check out that area and get some ice cream from Scoops because it's delicious. Yeah, and when we were at the Rock Hall, we also went to the uh, Great Lakes Science Center, which was really fun. We could have actually dropped off the mini-me's over there and just said, see it tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, they were just running around. I think it's where this thing where you can touch everything, touch, touch, touch. That's a really fun thing to do as well. Give us, since you're the inside guy, give us a couple of places that uh, we haven't heard about yet or that most people haven't heard about yet that are going to become kind of the next big thing. You know, um, I, what I think is really interesting for me right now is trying to find a really good outlet for local music. You know, I'm really into the music scene here. Music was popular way back in the day, and that's why, you know, rock and roll was born here. But unlike a lot of cities, you know, Nashville or uh, maybe New Orleans, where you're walking up and down the streets and you can just hear music pouring out, you kind of have to have a certain ear and a certain local knowledge to know where the good shows are at and who to listen to, you know. So, for example, um, a lot of cool people go out to this place on the east side. It's called the Beachland Ballroom, really popular. A lot of local shows, great music. Um, the neighborhood is fun, walkable, and it's um, kind of in a rough neighborhood, but that's what kind of makes it fun and trendy, and that's why kids are really excited about it. Another cool spot to go see music is one of my favorite places in Cleveland. It's called uh, May Hall's 20 Lanes, and it's in Lakewood, and it is an old bowling alley that very vintage. Like, you can't keep, like, you have to keep your own score there. Like, that's how hipster it is. And they have tons of local music. They have bowling, and they have a different area for bands to be playing, and then they have a great under like if you go down the stairs they have like a great like basement area that they do bowling and more music at and they just had their lakewood music festival there and it was really cool great opportunity to see local music so if you are looking for local music in the cleveland scene you have to check out cool cleveland because we have great listings that gives you that sort of inside touch that a lot of concierge places might not know about speaking of the art scene playhouse square i mean that's one of the things that i thought was so interesting i mean you don't go to that many cities outside of new york or maybe chicago where you're seeing and, you know, L.A., of course, where you're seeing such a vibrant scene in the theater. You know, I think I've heard a statistic. I might be clearly making this up. I'm not sure. but I, I love things that are made up. Okay, perfect. So I think we have, like, the third or fourth biggest theater district in the U.S., you know, so it's really popular down there. We have tons of theater, and not only in just the Playhouse Square area. So if you go to Playhouse Square, you'll see the big chandelier. I mean, it's great. They have, t- I think they have three different theaters there. That's where the Cleveland Playhouse is, too, and they have tons of shows going on all the time. But there's also other art places to go and check out that do theater. So if you go to the Gordon Square neighborhood, they have the Cleveland Public Theater, which is more of a localized sort of Cleveland feel, you know, whereas when you go to Playhouse Square, it's going to be a lot of Broadway shows. And then there's also uh, the Near West Theater, which is in Gordon Square, which is more, even more localized, where it's like neighborhood kids coming together and adults, and they're doing some, they're doing some amazing performances there. So on one end, you come down to Playhouse Square, you see the glitz, the glamour, the Broadway, and then you have that underground scene. 
you go to Gordon Square, you're trying to check out locally made plays. You're trying to check out local actors. And I think, you know, both of them are really good. We have a lot of talent. You know, one thing, too, uh, speaking of talent, this is one of Jeff's favorite things to do when we go into town, is this has got a mecca of professional sports teams. Yeah, and I know that there have been certain maybe curses that have been placed on the Browns, and I was cheering for LeBron to pull it through this past season. But tell us a little bit, you guys have professional baseball, basketball, and football here. And what I like is they're all downtown arenas. And the fun thing about going to a downtown arena is there's places around those arenas, you know, where you can stop in and and sort of enjoy something before or after the game. Sports. I mean, Cleveland sports, people go crazy when it comes to sports. You know, I feel like everybody has their certain thing. There are the football people that love the Browns, there are people that love the Indians, and then there's people that love the Cavs. And, you know, they like to dabble, but there's usually a certain crowd. When you see one, you're like, that's an Indians fan or that's a Browns fan and you know usually the Browns fans the Indians fans are identifiable because they're the ones that are like miserable (laughs) but uh no oh my gosh you guys should have been here this past season for basketball I mean we went to the finals LeBron man if you're listening hey shout out I'm a biggest fan all right it's really a great culture and going downtown to see the games like Jeff was saying is so great you know I'm from Buffalo New York and our football stadium is all the way out like 30 minutes from downtown and so having the stadiums be right downtown is great like exactly what you were saying people come into town to see the games but then they'll go downtown they'll check out fourth street they'll check out all the cool stuff down euclid and then they might even hop over to ohio city where all the fun stuff's happening at town hall and all those other cool bars and it's a great way to get people to not only come and see the game but to come and see how great cleveland is it's it's an amazing experience now, that was one of the things I noticed right away when we got downtown is the stadiums because there aren't that many. I mean, even if you, you know, go to L.A., it's, it's like a track to get to the Dodgers or whatever, but the Padres, it's like downtown, you know, you walk in, and it does give that vibrant feel. Speaking of which, how do people get around while they're here? How do people get around? That's a good question. You know, I'm, a lot of people are bummed because unlike cities like Chicago or New York or maybe a lot of European cities, we don't have an amazing, amazing transit system. But when you are staying downtown and even in the flats like you guys are, there is a free trolley service that goes around and I think there's about three or four different trolley lines and they're completely free. Unlike if you take a bus or if you take the train, we do have a train, it's called, there's like three different trains, red line, green line, and like the blue line and then like there's a waterfront one on the weekends. I'm not 100% sure on the details. But it is free, the trolley service, and it goes all around downtown to the flats and I think they might be extending it, I don't know, but I hope they do because I want them to come over Ohio City because I want to get on that trolley ride. Well, we have a whole entire episode devoted to food, dining, and foodie stuff in Cleveland as well, but people do have to eat where they're here, and so give us a couple of your favorites here in Cleveland. Okay, so disclaimer, I'm a vegan, so, you know, that's a <laughs> it's a great start, so the Slimans is off the list for me, but there is some great food in Cleveland. I mean, we have some world-renowned chefs that are coming here and starting their own restaurants, but those are the ones that you're probably going to read about or that someone will tell you about because they're really popular. If uh, you wanted to get my taste on what's the best restaurants in Cleveland, one, you have to go to Mel Bar and Grilled. I don't know if you guys have been there, but it is like a Cleveland staple. They have these huge grilled cheese sandwiches, um, and they have vegan options too, where they have um, different sandwiches, and it's not like a grilled cheese how your mom makes it. It's got some sass. It's got, you know, you have a big grilled cheese, the fries, huge portions of beer. It's great, and they have um, four different locations depending on where you're staying, and another restaurant I would suggest is, like I said before, Barrio. Make your own tacos. I mean, you have like this checklist you go through, and you can add like beans or uh, chicken 
or they do different types of salsa and guacamole. You just put it on there. Happy Dog. Um, I love Happy Dog. They do the same thing, but with hot dogs. So you go and you can order a hot dog, and then you check off on the list, like, what are some good things to add on? Like, they have the typical things, like ketchup, relish, lettuce, but then they have fun stuff like Fruit Loops or <laughs> peanut butter or things like that. I had baked beans, bacon, and pickles. Oh, you guys went? Oh, my gosh. It is so much fun. If you're looking to classy it up, you know, I got some good classy suggestions, too. It's not all about these tacos and hot dogs. I would say what my favorite restaurant, like, if my parents are coming to town, they're like, where do you want to go? I'm like, okay, we're going to go somewhere good. Um, I like Pora Vida. It's, like, downtown. It's sort of like a Costa Rican feel, but they have amazing, amazing food there. And it's uh, classier. And when you're a vegan, you can say, um, I would like the vegan special. They don't put it on the menu anymore, but ask them and say, Marty said ask for the vegan special, which is they prepare three different courses for you based on what you like and what you don't like. So let's say, what do you like? Um, you know, do you like rice? Do you like noodles? What do you like? And then you tell them, oh, you know, no rice or I love squash. You got anything like that? And they'll make it for you like his own creations there. Um, it's, I think his name is Chris Brandt or something like that. And that's amazing. And then they just open up this new place in Lakewood, which I love. And it's fancier too. It's called Forage. And it is so good. I went there and I had this vegan quiche. Oh my gosh. I lost my mind. I was like, I have to get another one to go. I have to. It is so good. That sounds great. If you want to find out more about the hotel we're at, it's aloftcleveland.downtown.com. Martin, where can people find out more about Cool Cleveland? Well, convenient enough, (laughs) coolcleveland.com. You know, you go check out the website. We started, like I said, as a newsletter. You can sign up for the newsletter, but if you're a traveler or if you're from out of town, you'll be getting a message every Wednesday that'll be telling you about what's going on. So I don't know if that's something that you guys are into. If you want to keep up on Cleveland news, you can sign up for the newsletter. But if you're coming in just for the weekend or for the week, check us out. Check out the neighborhood page. We also have a shop local guide. So if you're looking to do some local shopping while you're here, click on it and it has different categories like kids, pets, arts, clothing, and it's really cool record shops. And if you guys like vinyl like I do, there's some great record shops in Cleveland. And then we also have a restaurant guide too. So we're constantly updating it every single day. Updates, maps, links, photos, everything. So check us out. Cool Cleveland. Great. And we will also have that information on today's hot sheet for the show. You can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. You can also check out things on Instagram or Twitter on Travel Brigade. We will be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin here in Cleveland. And again, Cool Cleveland just gave us a whole huge list of things to do while you're here in Cleveland. We got to actually go out and do quite a few of them. One of the fun things that we got to do was hit the aquarium, which is right across the river from where our hotel was. That was a fun thing to do, a lot of interactive things to do. And then we also hit the Great Lakes Discovery Science Center. We were there, and honestly, I could have dropped the mini-me. Had I known, I could have just dropped the mini meetings off and said, see you tomorrow. Next time we come, that'll be part of our itinerary is just drop them off at whatever time the museum opens and then not pick them up until when it closes because they can just run around and find all sorts of fun things to do in there. Yeah, run amok, touching everything, doing projects. There's just a lot of things to do there too that's definitely a very family-friendly focus and that was really fun as well. And even one of the mini me's that's going off to college soon had a lot of fun doing the hands-on science. They have a big biotechnology exhibit 
it and they got to do learn all about medicine and all of that. So they were having a fun time too. And another thing that you have to do here, which was just really fun, it was my first time here in Cleveland. This is definitely a one of a kind attraction. It's the only one around. It reminded me of growing up in my teenage years and trying to get into concerts was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it is right next door to the Great Lakes Discovery Center. It's right on the lake. It's a beautiful location. It's a beautiful building, really interesting building. But once you go inside, yeah, if you're a person who's a little bit older, you'll find a period of rock history that uh, you can really relate to that takes you back to when you were 16. And if you are a teenager, we had our mini-me teenagers there. You can also find some pretty recent things that they'll get into. Yeah, we had one mini-me that literally scoured the place until he found Katy Perry's dress. So you can find everything from the roots of rock and roll in the early 20th century to the early 21st century where we are today. Coming up, we've got an interview with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to tell you a little bit more about it. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. And again, for all the places that we're going, please check out our hot sheet for today's show. We will have links and information there. You can find that at TravelBrigade.com, and we will be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade. Don't know if you can hear the Eagles soundtrack playing in the background, but that means we are only one place here in Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My high school band, Billy and the Basics, that I played bass for, I'm looking to see if we're in there, because you you have to have released an album over 25 years ago, I believe. I'm going to look and see if they've got my bass in there or anything, but here to guide us around is Carl Harp. And Carl, how many inductees have there been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, There's a little over 700 total members of the Hall of Fame, and each year there's about five or six groups that are inducted, and uh, several people that receive uh, other recognition, whether it's an early influence or uh, like Ringo Starr, who who, uh, received the Musical Excellence Award this year. Now, this incredible building is divided into different sections. It's a beautiful sort of pyramid-shaped building right here on Lake Erie, beautiful sunlight coming in and everything like that. Tell us how the building's divided up. Uh, Well, there's six floors throughout the museum, and located underneath the front plaza is the main exhibition hall that is named after Atlantic Records founder Ahmet Erdogan. He was also one of the co-founders of the Hall of Fame itself. Um, but the act- a very, very beautiful building designed by uh, renowned architect I.M. Pei. And then uh, the Hall of Fame inductees are on one floor? Yeah, they're located on the third floor. There's our Hall of Fame uh, theater. There's a signature wall. There's three movie screens that play clips from all the induction ceremonies. And you can actually see the Hall of Fame uh, statue that the inductees receive. The Hall of Fame is uh, 20 years old now, and when people come here, who do you typically get people asking about the most, or I want to see this, or I want to know more about this artist? Well, we have one of the largest Beatles collections in the entire world, and that's something that's always busy. You go down to the Beatles exhibit, and there's always a good crowd there uh, focused on the televisions that are playing highlights from uh, their career on recording and uh, their various movies. We also have a, a good footprint dedicated to the Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, Metallica is another big one, and uh, Nirvana, who is some of our newer inductees who were inducted in 2014. We've got uh, mini-me's here with us today. People bring their kids. Do they go, where's Katy Perry, or are they happy to learn about the Stones or Hendrix or things like that? 
Well, I mean, the, the Hall of Fame, the museum here, we have something for everyone, from the Beatles to Beyonce. We have a Beyonce fashion collection, and Katy Perry is actually on display, done in our contemporary artist exhibit. Next, Taylor Swift and the Black Keys, Lady Gaga, Bruno Mars, they're all down here and they're represented. They're artists who are kind of carrying on the, the rock and roll attitude, and they, they've brought in all, they show their influences. You know, Lady Gaga got her name from a Queen song. Uh, the Black Keys kind of carry on the Howlin' Wolf tradition, and Bruno Mars grew up as an Elvis impersonator, so they they are the ones who are connecting yesterday's artists with today's generation. Rock and roll will never die. Tell us about some of the events that go on here throughout the year. Oh, well, the induction ceremony happens in Cleveland every three years. We just had it this past April. But we're gearing up now to uh, for our annual Music Masters. Uh, every year, our education department chooses to honor uh, an inductee. And this year, we'll be paying tribute to Smokey Robinson. Uh, there'll be a week-long uh, series of events and lectures, concerts, different events at our library and archives as well. But it all kind of culminate with uh, a big tribute concert up at the State Theater at Playhouse Square here in Cleveland. I think I'm going to show up and ask if clowns really do cry when there's no one around, see what kind of answer I get. Well, if people want to know more about coming to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where should they look for information? Uh, just rockhall.com. It's as easy as that. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter, at rock underscore hall, or uh, Instagram, at rockhall. Thank you very much, Carl. We will be posting that information also on our hot sheet for today's show if you go to travelbrigade.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This week we're in Cleveland. We've been doing a lot of fun things. You just heard about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is a must-do while you're here. It's sort of Cleveland's Eiffel Tower. If you're going to Paris, you have to go to the Eiffel Tower. If you're coming to Cleveland, you've got to do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There are a few other great locations that we checked out while we were here. One was any of you who are fans of the movie A Christmas Story will remember the house where Ralphie grew up. Well, you can go tour that house and an accompanying museum right here in Cleveland. The whole thing was filmed here in Cleveland. And what's really fun about it is when we went there, that whole neighborhood looks like it probably did in Ralphie's time. Nothing's been changed. You can really go down memory lane when you do this tour and tour the house, and you can even see the famous lamp. Yeah, Jeff ordered a lamp to go. Not really sure how it's going to fit in with the decor of the house, but he went ahead and did it anyway. We're here just again at the Aloft, looking outside. I mean, it's really fun. We're just hanging out here on the Aloft, looking over the river, recording the show. It's been really, really fun hanging out here in Cleveland. And, you know, kind of a Cleveland um, staple downtown is a company called CLE Clothing. And we went there as well. It was really fun. We actually made a lot of purchases, but it's a clothing company that's a local company that is all about Cleveland and all about Ohio. And it's really kind of connected to this great little Fourth Street area. There's a restaurant called Lola there. There's the House of Blues there. There's a local coffee company there, which we got what was called a cold toddy, which is what a lot of people would call a cold brew. It's cold espresso, and they call them toddies here in the coffee shop. So make sure that you order one of those when you're out and about on the town. The other thing that we did was went to Edgewater Live. As the name implies, it is right on the edge of the water along the lake. It's a festival held every summer on Thursday nights. You go and there are food trucks there, there's live music, and just a great way to hang out and enjoy the view of the lake. Yeah, it's a gorgeous park, and it's a really 
kind of gives you a completely different view of the downtown area or close to the downtown area. And um, it's it's really great. Again, we've been just running through doing stuff here in Cleveland, having a great time. And of course, one of my favorite things to do is to go to local art museums. And Cleveland has an amazing art museum that's really just about 10 minutes out of town. And it really kind of takes you to a completely different world away when you go. Coming up, we're going to have an interview at the museum itself. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We will be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin, and we are here in Cleveland, going all over the town. We've been eating. We've been drinking. We've been going to fun places like the Rock Hall, having fun. Now we need to educate ourselves a little bit. We've gone to some really great museums as we travel around the world. Yeah, we've been to some great ones, and I can already tell just walking in here, we're really going to have a lot of fun here. This is a gorgeous building, and before we even got in here, we'd been out in this University Circle area and seen beautiful, spacious lawns and uh, huge statues and everything, and it was already gorgeous even before we walked in here. Here to tell us more about it is Caroline Guscott. Tell us a little bit about this University Circle area that we're in. Sure. It's a really special area here in Cleveland. Um, It's about one square mile, and it is a very green space, but houses a lot of our cultural institutions and organizations, as well as um, it is flanked by Case and several of our really well-known hospitals, like the Cleveland Clinic and University Hospital. But here in our area, right around Wade Oval, uh, you'll find really some top cultural institutions top in the world. We have the Cleveland Museum of Art, where we're sitting now. Across from us is the Cleveland Museum of Natural History, our Botanical Gardens, and our Western Reserve Historical Society, along with Severance Hall, home to the Cleveland Orchestra. What's really interesting is it's about, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes out of town, um, and you are you feel like you're in a totally different place. You could come out here. I see people picnicking on the lawn, sitting by the lake. I mean, it really, you just feel like you're in a completely different city just a few minutes out of town. Yeah, it's a really walkable area, and as you mentioned, um, a great place for picnics. Uh, in our historical 1916 building, um, it's sitting right next to a beautiful lagoon where we have a fine art sculpture garden, and people from all over the different hospitals and universities, organizations come and uh, bring a picnic lunch or do their daily walk uh, to make sure they get their steps. Put those Fitbits in. That's actually a great idea. You got your Fitbit and your, you know, learn some art history all at the same time. We'll put that as number 312 on our money-making scheme list. (laughs) The thing I really noticed walking in here is, first of all, we walked in here without anybody asking us for a ticket or any money. It is really unique here at the Cleveland Museum of Art. Um, We are one of the top comprehensive art museums in the country, and comprehensive meaning our collections range from antiquity to contemporary day. We are one of the top comprehensive institutions and the only one that is free. So we encourage people to come often and enjoy the museum. Talk a little bit about your permanent collection, how it got built. How did so much great art from all over the world wind up here? Our collections are very well known uh, throughout the world. 
Uh, we have about 45,000 objects in our permanent collection uh, that span about 6,000 years of human artistic achievement. We have been around almost 100 years. In fact, the Cleveland Museum of Art will celebrate its centennial next year, 2016. So we are very excited about that and planning lots of great celebrations. But we really um, had some wonderful founding fathers who uh, established us with a, a great art acquisition endowment, this beautiful building. And our curators have been tasked with um, really finding the best examples and the most rare examples of art objects covering all different types and genres. So throughout those 100 years, we have carefully curated our collection. And internationally, our collection is known as a collection of masterpieces. So we only have the best examples of each type of object here in our collection. Now, we talked a little bit about, you know, just the environment and how it sort of uh, seeks for you to stay with a picnic, enjoying your day, having lunch here on the cafe, whatever, to just enjoy and relax your day. But let's just say you're a patron and you do have a limited amount of time. What would those highlights be if you had to get through the museum in a limited amount of time? We anticipate that visitor certainly and we actually have even when you walk into the museum and go to the information desk we do have a top 10 definitely up for debate because everyone has their favorites but certainly what we like to do is um, pick objects from each collection and kind of make sure people sort of walk through the whole museum and are able to see the range and the different type of work that we have here at the Cleveland Museum of Art. Some that stand out, we have uh, an object from antiquity, it's um, our Apollo. It's by a very well-known Greek sculptor named Praxiteles um, from the BC times. We also have Monet's water lilies. We are known to have one of the best um, Asian collections in the country, um, most specifically our Chinese collection, as well as our Southeast Indian uh, collection. So um, really there's quite a lot to look at here through you know, antiquity through uh, contemporary time. Now, when I found out it was free to get in here, whenever I hear free, I think, oh, we can take the kids. <laughs> we won't have to spend money on them. You've got a lot of programs for kids here and special things to help kids learn about art and appreciate art. Absolutely. We welcome children and hope that they come and their parents come. We want all generations to come here. Uh, we do have lots of specific programs for children and for families, um, starting with stroller tours. Uh, we like to start them young here. So they, and they, this is always a sellout. We have um, moms who bring their toddlers in strollers and we have tours specifically designed. They're short, but they are interactive. We also have um, every second Sunday Sunday of the month, we have free family programming here in uh, the museum, and it usually follows a theme that plays off the permanent collection or else a special exhibition that we do have um, at that time. Uh, we also have wonderful community events. So we have uh, Parade the Circle, which happens every second Saturday uh, in June, and it is the largest art parade in the country. This year we had over 75,000 people attend that event. We also have Chalk Festival, which is coming up in September. 
summer, um, and basically our front area, our front lawn, um, becomes a huge patchwork of wonderful chalk drawings from professional artists here in Cleveland, as well as families that want to come and participate. So I think the best thing to do is to check our website, clevelandart.org. Every day you'll find something uh, that really welcomes families in. Um, something that is always here and not event-based is our Gallery One, which is really a unique space in an art museum. It is a space that is right off our main entrance, the north doors. As you walk in, uh, it's we welcome you in and it will, it's really for all generations. We do have a space for children to sort of roam free and explore, but it is technology-based as well as having objects from our permanent collection in there. And through these interactives, people learn how to um, experience the galleries in different ways. So they learn the formal language of art, like composition and line and shape and gesture in a fun way that also connects with our app. It's called ArtLens, and it's available on iTunes. It's a free app. Sounds a little bit like, to surmise, you're tricking people into learning more about art of any age, of any age. Of any age. Tr maybe not tricking, but um, it's not like, you know, where you have, like, the cauliflower in the brownie, you know, so you get your vegetables, but you think you're eating a uh, sweet. But it's, it's, I think people are given tools that make them feel empowered to go into the galleries and say, like, okay, I remember what they were talking about with line and shape, and this is really cool, and, you know, we have this incredible 40-foot um, collection wall, this digital collection wall. It's the largest in the country, and it's constantly bringing up images of objects in the permanent collection. And every time I go in there, I see something that I didn't know we have. So people are able to personalize or custom tours that will then launch them into the galleries. So they can pull together objects that they're interested in, and then the app will help you navigate through the space and find the objects that you're interested in looking at. No, that sounds incredible. We will have uh, information on the museum on our hot sheet for today's show at TravelBrigade.com. We're going to start diving through the museum, conquering which galleries we each want to go see in the amount of time that we have, but we're going to try and get through a lot while we're here. Again, um, you can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. You can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Travel Brigade, and we will be right back. always agree, but they always seem to have their reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry in Cleveland here at the Aloft Hotel with Jeff Griffin. We're having a good time in Cleveland, and now we know why Cleveland does rock. But this is the part of the show where we do He Said, She Said, and we talk about our favorite things in Cleveland. We hope that you can come out and enjoy Cleveland. Of course, we will have information all about this destination and on the hot sheet for today's show at TravelBrigade.com. So as always, She Said picks first. Well, I'm going to go with the Science Center. You're going to ask me why, and I'm going to tell you. It's because it kept the kids so entertained, mini-me mini so entertained, that I didn't have to do anything. I just sat back and watched them have a super blast. Now, I had fun, too. I did some of the interactive stuff. It was fun. But, I mean, it literally will keep, if you're coming with a family, that is the place to go. 
My number three was CLE Clothing. It was a fun place to visit. You can probably see a lot of their designs online at their website. Again, that'll be at TravelBrigade.com. It was just kind of a fun little area to be in. It's right down near Quicken Loans Arena and a fun area to walk around. And then they had some really fun designs that uh, sort of highlight Cleveland. Because Cleveland rocks. My number two is going to be eating here in Cleveland. Now, I know we didn't talk too much about it on the episode because we had so much food. We had to create a whole nother episode, a foodie episode in Cleveland. And let me just tell you, between Westside Market, Red, the Steakhouse, Sokolowski's, I mean, I could go on and on. And we did not want to get on the scale prior to the last few days. But we literally have been eating nonstop in Cleveland, and it is so, so good. Everything from little vendors on the street to Red the Steakhouse, amazing food here in Cleveland. Loved it, loved it so much doing a separate episode. My number two was the Cleveland Museum of Art. Just a stunning location, just beautiful to walk around even before you go in. They're on University Circle. And then once you walk in, you literally just walk in, no ticket needed, nothing like that. It's all free. And once you get in there, it's a, it's an incredibly great collection. Do you love how I mention food and he goes straight to the hierarchy of art? I don't know how that happens, but I'm going to go with my number one. I really, really love the Rock Hall. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was really fun. I could have spent more time than I had allotted there from interactive things. There was this interactive piece up on the second floor about how video killed the radio star, and I just sat there and watched the videos, and I was like, I remember that video. I remember that video. It was really just fun. I don't know, kind of a cross between being excited to see things about some of your favorite bands or see who influenced them to just kind of bringing back memories of things that you used to watch or things you used to listen to. It was really fun. And it was also fun influencing the mini-me's on some good music. When the kids can start singing Clash and are looking for the Sex Pistols, we're doing well. Yeah, my number one as well was the Rock Hall, and I had a lot of those same feelings, sort of bringing back memories, but at the same time really interested in finding out more about things you didn't know before. So again, yeah, we spent an afternoon there, but we could have easily spent a full day there. Yeah, absolutely. It was really fun. And I really liked the architecture of the building. It was great there, too. The whole downtown area is is really great. And you may have heard us talk about this through some of the interviews we had today. But just the whole downtown area, I mean, it's amazing how close together. Let's say you have the Cleveland Browns, you have the Indians, you have the Cavaliers, you've got the Science Center, you've got the Rock Hall. It's like everything is is very condensed and it really gives you that downtown feel. Some of the architecture is really amazing. I don't know that we spent that much time talking about the architecture, but it's actually really, really cool, some of the architecture here. And all around, just really, really fun. Again, we're here at the Aloft hanging out here in the flats. It's a great location. And one other thing, too, very accessible to get around downtown, as well as the Aloft transported us a few places because they have a shuttle. So that was kind of great, too. So all of these things, of course, like we've talked about before, can be on our hot sheet for today's show. We'll put all that on there. You can check that out at TravelBrigade.com. And then you can also check out some of our photos and our other things, either at Instagram or Twitter at Travel Brigade. We hope you'll join us next week. In the meantime, please remember that there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whichever stage you're in, join us next week. See you next week and enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 